You know what I've been thinking about, Simone? What's that, Time Machine? Hosting a trivia show seems really, oh, what's the word? Not noble, but... Oh, wow. Thank you. Easy. What? Hosting a trivia show seems really easy. Uh, noble and easy aren't even synonyms. I know. I said not noble. (sighs) Time Machine. There's a lot more to hosting a trivia show than you might realize. Games are an important part of our society. They help us learn. They help us get our aggression out. There's a long tradition of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to it, host lady from ZSP Media. Go on. I swear to God, I'm going to throw a glass of water at you one of these days. From ZSP Media, this is Past Perfect, the trivia show that travels through time. I'm your host, Simone Polanin. I hope everyone brought their game face, because this episode is inspired by the history of playing cards. So rack them up and deal me in. We'll meet our guest after the break. Today, we are playing a game about games. So naturally, I am joined by expert puzzler, podcaster, and game player, AJ Jacobs. AJ, welcome. Thank you. I am delighted to be here. I am an expert at giving puzzles and games. I'm not saying I'm the expert at solving them. Ooh. So I want to just manage your expectations <laughs> okay, here. Gotcha. Because <laughs> gotcha. it could be disastrous. Well, I'm going to continue to talk up your uh, puzzle expertise. AJ is currently <laughs> the host of The Puzzler, a daily puzzle podcast. Um, and he also just came out with a book by the same name. That's true. And before we really get going here, AJ, I would love to know what your relationship is to games and puzzles and how this passion developed in the first place. Since I was a kid, I loved all kinds of puzzles and games, crosswords and uh, jigsaws, you name it. And actually, this project started a couple of years ago because I was the answer to a clue in the New York Times crossword puzzle. Whoa. I know. As a word nerd, I was like, (laughs) this is the greatest day of my life. And then my brother-in-law, he said, you know, you were in the Saturday New York Times crossword puzzle. And you may know, Simone, that's the hardest puzzle of the week, harder than Sunday. So his point was, this is not a compliment. Like, no one, these are totally obscure <laughs> answers. No one uh-huh. knows who you are. So I was all bummed out. <laughs> the The twist happy ending is that I told that story on a, a podcast a few years ago, and a New York Times crossword maker was listening, and he put me in a Tuesday puzzle, which I don't belong in because that's where like Lady Gaga belongs. And that kind of started getting me back into puzzles. And the book was all about meeting the most amazing puzzlers in the world and trying to learn their secrets. And then we started this daily show where I give puzzles to our guests, much like we're, we're cousins. Our, our mm-hmm. podcasts, I feel, are, are cousins. Oh, I love that. We can go to a family reunion together and have a good time, but we're different. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, and just to say, AJ, don't sell yourself short. You are the Lady Gaga of the puzzle podcast <laughs> space. So Tuesday's right where you belong. (laughs) Since today's game will be all about uh, playing cards, 
I'm curious, do you have any favorite card games? Maybe ones that you're playing right now with your family? We do play a lot of hearts. I don't know. Are mm. you a hearts fan at all? Th that or was not? a, I had a moment in college where hearts was a thing. Yeah. My specialty is almost shooting the moon. I'm really good at getting oh. 25 points instead of 26. And as you know, if you play hearts, 26 means like you win and 25 is the worst possible yeah. scenario. That's hearts breaking. Oh, oh, nicely okay. done. We don't have to. No, you nicely don't have to, done. You don't have to give that to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, your hearts uh, experience should come in handy today uh, since we've decided to challenge you to some playing card inspired trivia. We are going to start with our first game, which is called Dealer Drink. <laughs> Excellent. In Dealer Drink, I'm going to throw some names out and you're going to have to tell me whether it's the name of a card game or an artisan cocktail. Oh, I love it. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. And your first one, AJ, is Liar's Dice. Deal or drink? Oh, Liar's Dice. I'm going to go with... Oh, I have no idea. Liar's Dice. Dice are not cards. That so. is true. <laughs> <laughs> By that brilliant logic, I'm going to try the drink. Well, you know what, AJ? Your logic wow. is flawless. You are correct. Oh, thank you God. got it. Okay. Yes. Phew. So Liar's Dice is a mocktail from a mm. bar right here in Brooklyn. It is made with a zero proof Italian spritz, a little orange, champagne vinegar and soda. Liar's Dice is also a game. Uh, it is a dice game for two or more players who keep their hands, a.k.a. their rolls, concealed. Uh, but it is not a card game. Got it. OK, phew. Ready for your next one. Ready. Okay. AJ, deal or drink? Scotch Bridge. Scotch Bridge. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, I was hoping you would do like whist and I would be like, that's not whiskey. It's whist. <laughs> and I know that. But you're going much more obscure. You're really much trickier than that. Scotch Bridge, I'm going to guess is I'm going to go with the cards. You are... Correct. Wow. Yes. Scotch Bridge is a card game. Um, we tried to trick you, but you're too smart for us. It is also called Oh Hell, hmm. if you're familiar with that card game. I am not. This game probably came to the U.S. from Britain. And did you know, it's apparently a favorite of former President Bill Clinton's, who hmm. learned it from his longtime friend, director Steven Spielberg when he was oh. staying at the director's Hamptons home during the 1996 election. Wow, okay, so it's historic. It is Interesting. very historic, yes. History was made in the 90s at Steven Spielberg's Hamptons house. All right, I have got one more for you, H.A. Deal or drink, long live the king. Long live the king, that is interesting. Well, what I will tell you that... Uh, I am working on a book uh, about the Constitution, and one of the things I do like about early America has a lot of problems, but it also has some good things. And one of them was this anti-monarchy thing going on. So they changed all the streets, like King Street became Congress Street. And I oh. 
I'm like, let's get what's got. Why do we still love monarchy so much in America? It's crazy. So anyway, that's my little anti-monarchy rant. <laughs> I'm going to say long live the king sounds to me like what you would say when toasting the king. So I'm going to say it's a drink. AJ, you are correct. Yes. Wow, you are crushing these. Uh, that is indeed a cocktail. Uh, this one was created by a bar in Charleston, South Carolina, as a tribute to none other than Elvis Presley. Oh, okay. That could, um, but see, know. yeah, the king. Why don't we call the him king. the president or the... <laughs> You know, yeah, Elvis, congressman, the, the, the congressman of <laughs> rock and roll, baby. That's catchy. <laughs> um, now, this cocktail, I don't know. You tell me if this is your vibe. It's got whiskey, banana liqueur and lime juice. Oh, I don't know if that's really going to work for me. Something about the banana lime. I feel like that can't really mix well in the stomach. <laughs> Long live the king is a cocktail. I could totally imagine there being a card game with the name, of course, because of the King card. Mm -hmm. But, you know, AJ, uh, we do a little bit of history on this show. And I want to tell you a little bit about one of the other face cards. It's always go off King this and Yas Queen that. But what about the Jack? Initiating history pod. Now, this card was also sometimes called a knave uh, back in the day. And it does mm -hmm. get some love in Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. The Knave of Hearts, you might remember, is famously put on trial in the book. Uh, the charges against him were very, very serious. I don't remember what the charge was. All right, I'm happy to refresh your memory. Yes. With this little excerpt from the book. Oh, good. The Queen of Hearts, she made some tarts all on a summer day. The knave of hearts, he stole those tarts and took them quite away. Oh, yeah. He's the tart stealer. Those tarts, uh, yeah. Yeah, you don't do that. This sort of makes sense for this knave character because the word knave refers to a mischievous young boy. But in the 1800s, one American cardmaker changed knave to Jack for good because the abbreviation KN was too similar to K for King. J for Jack mm. was a lot more distinct. Uh, and that brings us to our second round. And this one is called, wait for it. Jacks of all trades. Nice. In Jacks of all trades, I'm going to play a clip of a famous Jack. Oh, okay. And it is up to you to identify the speaker. Ah, I love it. And here is a clip of our very first Jack. Mike had this idea. He was like, I think he should be teaching kids uh, how to rock. And I was like, yes, do it, go. And now the rest is all just gravy. Okay, I got it. I did get it, talking about kids and rock and roll. And that's a very subdued Jack Black. Yes, you got that right. This is out of character, IRL, Jack Black. Uh, he produced a failed TV pilot that was based on one of my books. Oh. Uh, but I got to meet him briefly, and, and he was a delight. Oh, I love to hear it. Yeah. And in this clip, you might have heard he's talking about a mic. Uh, that mic he's referring to is Mike White. Uh -huh. He and Jack were neighbors for a time in L.A., and Mike White ended up writing the screenplay for School of Rock, specifically for Jack. Thank goodness. 
Interesting um, about the neighbors. That's uh, so it's all location, location, mm, location. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Bill Clinton and Steven Spielberg, <laughs> Jack Black, <laughs> and Mike White. Um, and as you might know, Mike White went on to create the hit series The White Lotus for HBO. Right. All right, AJ, on to right, our right. next Jack. Let's take a listen. There's no longer a mention of Joe Blow, Negro ball player, this kind of thing, which is as it should be. I think they should be judged solely on their abilities out there, and the race shouldn't have anything to do with it. Oh, interesting. Okay. I have a guess, but I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure. What I mean, you thinking? I, Jack Gee Robinson? Is, I, is that possible? Not only is it possible, it is correct. Yes, that was Jack E. Robinson. Um, when he joined the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1947, Jackie Robinson became the first black player to play in the MLB. Uh, Robinson was also known for his participation in the civil rights movement. And after he retired from baseball in 1957, he made frequent public appearances alongside Martin Luther King Jr. The only thing that we are demanding is that we be allowed to move ahead just like any other American. Uh-huh. Pretty amazing. Yeah. All right. On to another Jack for you, AJ. Here right. is our next clip. I was never any different once I was in the White House than I was before. But the press made you different. All the things that I'd always done suddenly became wonderful. It took me a while. I was very nervous there. I was like, I don't know what's going on. But the White House and then... She's all fancy. So I'm going to go with Jack E. Onassis slash Kennedy. You got it. Yes. A very complete answer as well. Thank um, you. I wanted to walk you through the the inner turmoil that yeah. I had to go through. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, that was indeed former First Lady Jackie Kennedy slash Onassis uh, reflecting on her years in the White House. Jackie is still beloved for her iconic sense of style and for her work in historic preservation. She notably took on the restoration of all the public rooms in the White House in 1961. I do have one piece of Aristotle Onassis trivia. Ooh. You know, he was a famous billionaire shipping magnate. I do remember reading some article about him where on his yacht, the bar stools were covered with whale foreskin. Oh. Or so oh, he claimed. Oh. So that's, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's oh, just my. I knew her second marriage was eccentric, but I didn't know just how much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wow. I feel so much richer for knowing that. Thank you, AJ. <laughs> You've taught me so much today. I just wanted to give back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, On that gorgeous note, let us take a listen to our next Jack. Uh, Here is your clip. My lifelong quest to please that woman is what made me the man I am today. The man who has been the centerfold of Fortune magazine no fewer than three times. The man who in 1984 wore a tuxedo so well he broke up the (laughs) Go-Go's. That is a crazy series of sentences. And I am, again, I'm at a bit of a loss. Uh, There is, the centerfold of Forbes magazine makes me think of Jack Welch, because he's like a famously rich and successful uh, executive. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to go with, but I don't feel good about it. AJ, 
That is incorrect. I am sorry. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. So that was actually Jack Donaghy, the fictional VP of oh. East Coast Television and Microwave Oven Programming at GE, played by Alec Baldwin on 30 Rock. In this clip, Donaghy is preparing to eulogize his notoriously difficult mother, played by the one and only Elaine Stritch. Two women, Jack, at the same time. What are you, Italian? R.I.P. to a great. Mm-hmm. Now, AJ, that brings us to the end of our second round. You really are a jack of all jacks, I've got to say. Well, I am learning and loving it. So, uh, And I've only humiliated myself a couple of times. So I'm <laughs> feeling okay. All right. With all of those okay feelings, we are going to <laughs> head into our break. But stick around. Because let me tell you, we will be upping the ante. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. We are halfway through our card-inspired trivia with guest, host of the Puzzler podcast, AJ Jacobs. AJ, how you feeling? Well, I love I love learning. So even if I get it wrong, I feel like I'm a better human afterwards. That's my spin. That's my spin for when I mess up. I love your mindset. Really beautiful, <laughs> open. Rationalizing, I think, is the uh, is another word for it. Well, perhaps. But you know what? Uh, we are going to roll into uh, our next round. But before we do, AJ, I know you're a big games person, but would you call yourself competitive? I used to be very competitive. Like if we were playing cards and you were on my team, it wasn't a pleasant experience for the other person because I would get very frustrated if I thought, even though I'm not saying that I'm that great as a card player. So I've been working. I've been working at it. I see. Well, AJ, I'm going to ask you to undo all of that work that you've done (laughs) and tap into your competitive side. (laughs) Great. I'm going to let it out. Yeah, this is the time. If you've noticed, we haven't been keeping score thus far, but Uh that changes right now because we have reached our final round, our lightning round. The lightning round. The way this works is I'll ask you a series of short answer trivia questions, all related to playing cards, or at least tangentially. You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many of them as you can. If you don't know the answer, you can pass and I'll go to the next question. We will be noting your score this round and comparing your performance to every single guest we have on the show in the future in a massive leaderboard. (laughs) Oh, I like it. Okay, okay. I'm going to try. I don't want to be, I'm happy to be in the middle of the leaderboard. All right. AJ is shooting for the middle. Shooting for the middle. Okay, AJ, we are going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Who released the 2008 song Poker Face? Lady Gaga. Correct. What religious group banned card playing in colonial Pennsylvania? Quakers. Correct. Who was the real Queen of England who had close to 300 people executed? Uh, Elizabeth. Mary I, a.k.a. Mm, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Mm. What is the Netflix series about Claire and Frank Underwood? Aaron Frank Underwood, I knew this and I can't remember. Pass. House of Cards. In the 1998 Parent Trap, what game do Hallie and Annie play for their bunkmates? Oh, God. Uh, 
Pass. Poker. Poker. This WNBA team won the 2023 championship. Oh, my God. This is embarrassing. Well, it's got to be something related to uh, the cards. <laughs> oh, the, the Las Vegas Aces. <laughs> oh, I should have known that. What okay. is the 2008 movie about MIT students who learn to count cards? Rounders. Oh, no, 21. No. Yeah, 21. 21. Correct. 21. I got and, it there. Whoa. Okay, that is time. <sighs> I don't feel great. <laughs> I did not do well. I did not. not happy. With I don't, well, you know, you did, I would say, a perfectly fine job. You scored a very solid three points <laughs> in your lightning round. And the good news is you are at the middle of the leaderboard as well as the top and also the bottom. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. hey. You couldn't I'm do there, any right. worse or any better. You're exactly where you need to be. For at least a week, I am number one. That's yes. Great. How do you feel about your trivia journey today, AJ? Well, I loved it. I think I would have, I would be perfectly happy if you had not told me to be totally competitive. Like, it, you know, that mm. got me all riled up. And now I'm disappointed with myself. So uh, I'm going to try to channel back my more zen, non-competitive side and be like, I had a great time, which I did, and I'm very happy with it, how everything turned out. Amazing. Uh, sorry to push you down a path of darkness. <laughs> you did. You opened it up. Um, yeah, yeah. I say this. Uh, I've said this once. I'll say it again. Trivia is all about psychological warfare. Um, <laughs> that's just what you get when you step into the Thunderdome. Uh, but... AJ, it has been a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you so much for coming on the show, playing our oh. twisted little game. <laughs> I loved it, and I'm honored to be a cousin in the Games, Puzzle, Fun, Leisure podcast category. Yes. AJ, thank you again for hanging today. I'm sure historians will one day look back on this episode as an extremely significant moment in the history of games. So thank you for sharing it with me. It was watershed. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for having me on your delightful show. We are back next week with a brand new episode featuring host of Articles of Interest, Avery Truffleman. And we'll be testing her on all things underwear. I was like, I really don't want to wear a bra. And I think my, my mom had to be like, it, you, you got to wear a bra. It's like time. Past Perfect is produced by ZSP Media, created by Zach Stewart-Pontier and me, Simone Polanin. This episode was written and produced by Laura Newcomb. The supervising producer is Liz Stiles and featuring Karen Chi as the time machine. Fact-checking by Ian Michael. Sound design and mixing by Robin Shore. Original music and theme by Jay Bless with show art by Sarah Gonzalez. The executive producer is Zach Stewart-Pontier. The head of production and development is Liz Stiles. Special thanks to Emily Wiedemann and Erica Morrison. You can follow me on Instagram at Simone Palanen or follow the show at Past Perfect Podcast. Thanks for hanging. See you next week. I think I'm going to be at the bottom of the leaderboard, but hopefully there's going to be someone who got like two or one. I'm going to be listening and rooting for other people to mess up. All right. Let's root for people to fail. Let's go. <laughs> it's perfect.